So it's like that. If you make it past two, you're going to probably make it till eight. But then, hey, if, you know, like if you make it past eight, you're in it for the long haul. Like you're not you're not going anywhere, right? Um, I'm starting year seven. Okay. So uh, not, you got planning, one more. <laughs> not planning on going anywhere in the next couple of years. But, you know, hey. You got future know. plans. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm staying put. So uh, this, is, this is where I want to be. But. Welcome to the Reigns Report with your host, Jason Reigns. What's up, everybody? Jason Reigns, your Casey Seller with Remax Lee Realtors here. Guys, We, uh, if you saw last Saturday's video, uh, we're, we're doing a new format. So just, again, if you missed last Saturday, just touch on it very briefly. We're still releasing videos on Tuesdays and Saturdays. But Saturday's video is also being released as a podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. So make sure to uh, look it up. The Reigns Report. Uh, we'll do it every single Friday. Now, last week we kind of focused more. It was the first podcast. We did more of an intro style. Uh, who I am, what I'm about, how I got into real estate, all that stuff. Um, but but really moving forward, it's going to be, um, we're still going to talk about the market. Um we're still going to give advice and things like that. Some sometimes going to be more focused on buyers, sometimes more focused on sellers. And then sometimes we're going to focus on uh on agents, right? Maybe somebody's looking to get into real estate. And so we kind of want to talk about that side of things as well. And that's actually what we're going to cover today. So, uh today is getting into real estate and kind of things that you should look for and things to expect and is it hard and how much work is involved and and all that jazz. So I got my Got my guy Luke here again. Hello, uh, folks. Going to be helping out and, and asking some questions kind of as we go. Uh, maybe he's looking to get a real We thing. want. He's it, not, but no. I mean, you know. But this was my question off yeah. camera, so that's why this kind yeah, of turns into exactly. a topic, which so. is a good jumping off point to say we want comments. We want people to ask questions yeah. so that we can have Hit topics to focus on. With questions, you guys. So a Absolutely. Lot, yeah. So. A lot of these will be generated by you. This one was generated by me. Yeah. And it is interesting to me. Yeah. So. So I think. Um, there's a there's a lot of realtors out there. Yes, there's, there's a lot. So, I think Kansas City it's somewhere like fourteen, fifteen thousand realtors in Kansas City. But you go to places like California and Florida. Mm-hmm. Dude, I know. I mean, fifteen thousand like fifteen thousand is our MLS. Fourteen, fifteen thousand in, in our MLS, which stands for Multiple Listing Service. Um, I know other MLSs, and there's not like just one MLS per state, right? Like we have several in Missouri, yeah. right? Um, ours is the biggest of 39 counties, but you know, you might go to Florida and there might be like an MLS might cover like two counties mm-hmm. or three counties. Right. And then they have, so they have a ton of MLSs and I know that there's, I mean, I know MLSs in Florida that have our amount of agents or more in count in only two or three counties versus 39 counties right so um there there's a lot of realtors out there so um not to say that more can't come in but um it it can be a a little honestly a little challenging field to break into so it was challenging for me i was an agent for two years were you really yeah i never knew that that was you said you said on the last (laughs) podcast about 2014 yeah people got into it i was one of those people oh yeah so i got never knew that i got my license in missouri i got my license in kansas and then i was a real estate agent for two years sold my dad's house broke even 
this kind of took off. We yeah. run production for all Jason's stuff and then um, dropped the license because I don't want a conflict of interest. Yeah. But to that end, we get kind of both sides of this because yeah. I was one for a period of time. Made, I, I guess I would say some of the wrong maneuvers because I yeah. didn't become as successful as you. Yeah. Um, and then you're coming from a point of that success story. So well, you get to talk to that. It's end. funny you say two years. So um, I th- it's like some crazy number, like 80, 85, maybe even 90% of agents don't make it past two years. They're, yeah. Literally, two, yeah, yeah. like two years and they're out, right? Um, and then of the agents that remain after that, it's another crazy number, like another 80-something percent, 90% don't make it past eight years. Uh-huh. So it's like that if you make it past two, you're going to probably make it till eight. But then, hey, if, you know, like if you make it past eight, you're in it for the long haul. Like you're not you're not going anywhere, right? Um, I'm starting year seven. Okay. So uh, not, you got planning, one more. <laughs> not planning on going anywhere in the next couple of years, but you know, hey, you, you got never future know. plans. Um, no, I'm 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 staying put. So uh, this is this is where I want to be. But um, but there's always so there's reasons for that high of a turnover, right? One yeah. of the primary is what we're going to talk about, which yeah. is the broker relationship, how you choose that brokerage. Yeah, What's I, the best fit? I think the the broker plays a lot into um, overall success, um, but then it's. Yeah, I mean, I think it, we can we can say it comes mostly down to the individual broker. A lot of times, a lot of people call me or, hey, I just got my real estate license. Where you know where should I be? Or I'm thinking about getting my real estate license. Like where should I go? And a lot of them don't even know. Like you have to join a brokerage for two years, mm-hmm. right? You have to you have to be licensed for two years before you can get your real estate broker's license, and then you can do your own thing yeah. if you wanted to, right? So yeah. like. Um, right now I could go get my, my broker's license, which I don't have because I haven't really had any desire to go get it. And I could just work for my own company and yeah. just do my own thing and just be me out there. Right. Um, I think a lot of it, um, a lot of it has to do with the individual broker though. Right. So like at, at Remax where I'm at, um, they're individually owned franchises and you might have a Remax uh, brokerage on. I'm going to try not to say any names here, so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> but you might have a, a Remax brokerage in one part of the city. Yeah, we'll just leave it generic like that. Yep, you might have, like have a Remax brokerage in one part of the city, and a Remax brokerage in another part of the city. And you might have completely different experiences at both, right? Yeah, they're both Remax. Yeah, they should be the same, but they're not because of who's running the company, right? Mm-hmm. And not not the overarching like. Hey, headquarters in Denver, Colorado, but like local here, who's running that brokerage, right? Like so, a branch manager. Yeah, kind of like a branch and manager. And they can run things exactly. a little differently. Yeah, okay. but they actually own the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I always tell people, man, go go interview with, with several, right? Mm-hmm. There are real estate companies out there that are known for kind of just more burn and churn. Hey, we're going to hire everybody we can. Yeah. We're going to throw them out there, see who does the best and then we'll keep the good ones and the the ones that aren't good, they're going to they're going to end up falling by the wayside mm-hmm. anyway, so eh, whatever, right? Yeah. And and a lot of the companies that are like that they're making money off the agent regardless because you have to pay dues and you have to yes. pay all this stuff, right? So they're going to make money even if the person fails, they're still going to make money off yeah. them, right? So if they hire more people, they make more money. Mm-hmm. 
hey, you you drop out after a couple of years, hey, we we made some money off you, and now we're gonna yeah, we're just moving forward, and and it's this constant churning of all these dozens and dozens of agents um, coming into these these companies every year. So um, I think that, uh, but I do think it's important to to go interview at several. Mm-hmm. Can I sit down? See, that's not that's not the route I took, <laughs> um, but that's what my recommendation would be. Were for, you for those recruited um, rather than pursuing? No, I wasn't. Yes and no. I mean, I had the conversation with uh, with my broker who I had mm-hmm. a, an outside of real estate relationship with, and he said, "Go get your license. I'll hire you." Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, sounds good." Like, yeah. so I mean, I already kind of had an offer before. Um, I even went to, went to get my license. A lot of times people go get their license and then they're like, okay, and I got to go find who, who I'm going to work for. Mm-hmm. Mine was kind of opposite of that. So maybe yeah. that's why I only talked to that one. Um, but I say, if you're interested in real estate, go talk to several, get a feel for it. You see the office, uh, talk to the agents. What are they like? Yeah. Talk to the brokers, see what they're like. What do they offer? Like what kind of training and support and accountability do they have, you know, mm-hmm. I know there are, uh, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say any other company names in this video. <laughs> I'm gonna really try not to. Um, but there are, um, uh, there's one broker I'm thinking of, um, that literally the broker, there's one broker for the entire state. So the entire state of Missouri, every agent that works for this company, there's one broker and he doesn't even live in Missouri. No, no. So how much help are you really getting yeah. there if you need help? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never worked there, but I'm going to say probably not a whole lot. You're probably not talking to that guy very often, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, there's probably not a lot of collaboration going on. I can imagine. Right? Yeah. Um, and even different Remax uh, brokerages, because I do have friends that work at different ones, so I kind of see what goes on yeah. within Remax. You know, there might be one that doesn't have any training at all. Like, they don't do training. Yeah. Or the training consists of, all right, guys, so what questions do you have today? Yeah. Right, that's not really training, right? Where um, at, at my brokerage, I can speak on that specifically, we have training every single Monday and Tuesday, right? So we have training mm-hmm. two days every single week without fail, right? Yep. Uh, come and go. Don't They're not mandatory. If you want to go, you go. If you need to leave, you leave. Yeah. Like, you come whenever you want. Um, so it's, it's very informal. But man, there's a lot of good information uh, that that gets going there. And you know, like at my office, we have. Uh, I'm gonna guesstimate here probably 17 agents that have uh, grossed grossed at least a million dollars in commission, right? And of those 17, I'd say 15 of us regularly go to trainings Mm -hmm. still right so it's like and some of these agents have been agents for 20 years yeah 30 years going on almost 40 years and they still routinely come to the training so not only are you getting good training you're getting great insight from people that have been doing this for decades right like if you're we talk most agents the majority drop out after two years and those that don't leave after eight you know, what's it take to be a successful agent for 30 plus yeah. years? Like yeah. the amount of knowledge that's there is just continuous training. Insane, yeah. right? When you said, because you said training's not mandatory, really in real estate, it seems like 
nothing is mandatory besides re-upping your license every you, so often. You can work as harder, but or that's as where that, as you want. That's where that turnover comes yeah. in. I would imagine there's some correlation between yeah. people that are self-starters and actually go well, attend training and stuff like that. Self-starters and you know how much how much money do you need? Yeah. Right. How much yeah, money true. do you need to pay the bills and survive and you know make your mm-hmm. house payment, your car payment, and pay the rest of your bills and yeah. buy your food and and all that stuff, right? you're selling three houses a year probably not enough you're yeah. probably gonna go have to get another job somewhere and then does that job lend itself to still being able to do real estate mm-hmm. or are you just trying to show houses on the evenings yeah. and and like one day a weekend or on the weekends or or whatever well, i right? guess in theory that's a way that this works because you can work when you need to and then you could always start with a part-time job i you mean can. that's what i did when yeah. i was doing it yeah. but eventually that tilts like you're now full-time and yeah that's yeah, important I, started, I mean i started part-time for my first couple and two and a half years yeah. right i had other other businesses that i was running other mm-hmm. jobs that i had um and then eventually just turned into hey like what can i do if i if i really put all my effort into this mm-hmm. one thing yeah and it's it's you know led to where i'm at now which third year in a row uh been in the top 15 individual remax agents in the state of missouri there you go so um, you know, I, I think that, but I think a lot of that does have to do with the individual broker, right? And the, mm. and the support I, we were talking before we started this, I go down and sit with my broker an hour, every single, every single week, an yeah. hour a day, like on Wednesday, like our time is Wednesday mornings, Wednesday morning at nine 30 to 10 30. Mm-hmm. I'm in his office every single Wednesday, yeah. unless he's on vacation or I'm on vacation. We're there, right? We're talking about business yeah. stuff. We're talking about what do I got going on, ideas, new ways to market, like higher level stuff than just, mm-hmm. oh, hey, have you, you know, how many phone calls have you made this week? Right? Yeah. Like, true. So, um, so they have to be accessible. I yeah. Mean, he seems like he is. I mean, yeah. I mean, you he called, called him, he didn't answer, and he called you more than once. Yeah. I called him right before, right before you. we started today, and he didn't answer. I had a question for him on, uh, on a land deal that I'm getting ready to a, a list, and you know it's 116 acres of industrial land for yeah. like multi millions of dollars, and and uh, I had a question for him. I just wanted to make sure that you know I had my bearing straight as we got started with that, and um, he didn't answer. But then he called me back while we were doing our a different podcast, and I didn't mm-hmm. answer. And then he called me back again in between, and like. And, and that's the thing that I love about where I'm at. And I would hope that wherever another agent is, they have that accessibility, right? Because mm-hmm. if you have questions, like, who do you call? Like, if you don't have anybody to call, then how do you know what you're doing? Like, if you're doing right, are you messing stuff up? Yeah. Like, what are best practices? All that stuff, right? So, um, and we'll probably have, we'll probably have my broker in here at some point. Yeah. Uh, doing a little, imagine. doing a little podcast. Let's see how accessible he is. Yeah. I'll get him here. <laughs> I'll get him here. So, um, yeah, I think from, you know, agents getting started, it, the broker makes a, a big difference, but then I think you got to decide, you know, do I want to be an indiv- individual agent or do I want to be on a team? Right. And, um, I think that's different for different people and there's different, uh, benefits to, to both of those. Um, I've always been an individual agent. Uh, I was never on a team uh, when I got started. Um, 
I probably could have benefited from being on one looking back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially those first two and a half years when when I didn't really know what I was doing and didn't have a lot of ideas yet and just was trying to get my footing and get started in the business. Were you recruited by teams in nope. that period? No. Nope. Okay. Nope, Speaking just, from my – because different brokers, right? Remax, yeah. I was with a different one, but they they had people in the office that would just run up to you and try and get you on their team. I, you know, I, I know, think that there, there's some brokers that you have to be on a team when you get yeah. started. Like, yeah. that is a requirement to be there. Yeah, maybe right? I should have. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that – the probably really the only downside being on a team is you do give up a little bit of your commission, yeah. right? And I think that that's again nothing is set in stone. Um, I, a lot of teams will do a 50 50 split and you're getting up half your commission. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not how I do mine because I want to provide value without taking advantage of the situation, yeah. Um, so I have much higher splits than that. Um, but that I think that'd be the one downside. Uh, to being on a team was you do have to give up the commission, but you get a whole nother level of support and training and accountability. Like I know my team specifically, we do a Zoom call every single day, Monday th- weekdays, Monday through Friday. Yeah, we do a thirty to forty-five minute Zoom call. That's important. Monday through Friday every yeah. day, right? Get the day started right, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of agents out there that'll, hey, you don't have to clock in, right? Mm-hmm. You literally work there yeah, if yeah. you want to work. Sleep till eleven o'clock noon every day. Yeah. Get up, roll out, start start working at like one o'clock in the afternoon, yep. right? And yeah, granted, they may stay up till eleven midnight. Yeah. There's only so much business you can do after ten PM. You're not probably making phone calls yeah. to clients and whatnot. Um, so I've never really been in in that time period. I always get up super early, like four thirty, five o'clock every day. Kids, say, huh? Well, I'm not making <laughs> phone calls at that time either, but I can get a bunch of business stuff knocked yeah, out yeah, in yeah. the morning and then I start making phone calls at eight o'clock yeah. to clients, to other agents and then text messages, whatever. Sometimes I'll have 10 text messages queued up yeah. just waiting till eight o'clock and send, 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 eight send, o'clock. send all the way down. Right. Yeah. Don't call me before eight o'clock. Yeah. Am I, I call my broker before eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah. He, he's about the only one. So, uh, and, and he'll answer. So, there you go. um, but I think that, like I said, the benefit is getting that accountability and just having someone, accessible again mm-hmm. whether it's the broker or, or the team leader um somebody to run ideas past ask questions to and honestly some people just like feeling like they belong on a team right like some people that. just like that is their like that's just who they who they are right and so they're okay with giving up part of their commission to have that that support and that accountability and have that feeling of Hey, I'm a part of something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think that just kind of depends on the individual agent. But. Well, and what about like the name of the game for new agents? Probably lead generation. So where does the brokerage, where does this specific yeah. broker or the team help you generate those leads? You know, it just depends. I I was told lead generation for a long time, and for a long time because I felt like I should know what I was being told. Yeah. I didn't ask any questions. Yeah. But for a long time, like I just got told, oh, Legion, Legion, Legion. I didn't know what the hell that even was, right? <laughs> I was like, how do I generate leads? Like, give me freaking specific examples of yeah. what to go do. I'll, yeah. I'll go do whatever. Pop buys. But I don't know what it is, yeah. right? And so um, now I do, a little bit different. Yeah. But I think, it, again, I think that's going to be dependent upon 
not only the brokerage, but honestly, the uh, individual team, right? There mm-hmm. are brokerages that buy a crap ton of leads yes. from like Zillow or other lead generation companies, and they give those out to their agents. Now, they're online leads. Historically, online leads are not very great. Yeah. I think it was last year, what I read, like I just told one of my, one of my agents about this yesterday. It was... Six, this is crazy. It was something like 600 million leads were sold last year. Okay. There was only 2 million real estate transactions. Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it was 20 million. It was it was 3% or something. Like, it was crazy. It was like 600 million leads were sold and tw- and 20 million real estate transactions. Hmm. What happened to other yeah. hundreds of millions of leads, yeah. right? It, it was a crazy number. And so a lot of brokerages, a lot of team leaders will supply leads. Just, hey, come to me because I'm going to give you a lot of leads, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They might be good. They might not. But I'm going to give you lots of people to contact, right? Um, I would rather, like my view on it is I would rather teach you how to be successful like I've been successful. Yeah. Right? And I've been successful without spending money paying for those leads, yeah. right? I mean, paid paid leads are a form of lead generation, and yeah. I'm not saying they don't have their their point, but you can't you can't put everything into that yeah. one basket. Yeah, right? yeah. Just focus on that because real estate's an ever evolving uh, industry, and what happens if at some point that goes away? Yeah, and that's all you've ever done. Yeah, like that's how you got all your business. Then what do you do? Right? Like I know people that spend. I mean thousands of dollars like five six seven thousand dollars a month on online leads right yeah and some of them don't even have a relationship with the people they've helped yeah and the people they've helped don't want a relationship they just need somebody to write the contract and give them a house yeah yeah they don't want a relationship yeah i want a relationship with my clients right um to me real estate's a relationship-based business not a transaction-based business and those people that I have relationships refer me to mm-hmm. their friends and their family and their coworkers in the future, right? Yeah. Um, but I would rather teach someone how to do what I've done. Maybe not the crazy videos, but like at yeah. least video and like how to think outside the box and um, different ideas on social media that, that we have. I, I don't want to release them all on the podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know... Um, ways different ways to market properties and do open houses and yeah and and there's a whole bunch of other things i would rather teach someone how to do that mm-hmm. and teach them how to get their leads yeah than just hand them leads and say go call these people and try to get the deal done true right i think that long term they'll be more successful if i teach them how i did it and i'm not really worried if if they leave me because again like there's there are I don't know. I just have an abundance mindset, right? There are, I can't help every person out there that needs help mm-hmm. right, with real estate. So if, if you're on my team for a couple of years and you decide you don't want to do the team thing more and you want to go on your own and you're doing the same thing I was doing, we still have different groups of people that, that we're, that mm-hmm. we're going to attract, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And if this group over here is attracted to you and they're not me, then they never would have been attracted to me and they yeah. were never going to use me anyway. So you, at least you're able to help them if I'm if I can't. You can't so, help six hundred million people. I mean, 
I wish I could. Yeah. But well. yeah, no. So to that end, though, because marketing is an important part of the brokerage relationship as well, because mm-hmm. they would give you you could speak to this. Do they give you tools to help market just the brokerage itself rather than you having to come up with everything yeah. on your own? So like Remax is getting ready to roll out um, company-wide uh, uh, platform called KV Core. It's been around for a few years. EXP's used it for a while. Um, we've actually, so it's only being rolled out in Canada right now um, because the, the stuff they were using, that contract expired. So they okay. want to roll it out there first because they had to have something, right? Yeah. Um, but they're going to start rolling it out in like core regions uh, in the states, and then eventually, I think all Remax agents will have access to it. Um, there's some other particulars there that just get kind of yeah. boring. So yeah. all those, <laughs> but um, we've actually been using it in our office for a year and a half already. Okay. Before Remax ever even announced that they were going to use yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's it's a company anybody can hire. You know, pay for the company. Um, but there's a ton of things you can do inside of that platform mm-hmm. to get leads, if you will, whether yeah. it's paid or free or just tons of different marketing yeah. stuff, right? So, well, and even marketing the property once you get the once you get a listing or something. Yeah, right? I mean Remax. I mean, again, different companies have different stuff, but um, some have some don't help you at all, and you're you have to form everything. Yeah, and some have more templates than you could ever yeah. use and all your marketing is done it's just plug and play at that point yeah. Just yeah yeah changing out the wording and putting in different pictures and but the overall format's already done for yeah. you so and i would say remax alone is probably a trusted brand where if you have that name on on so your marketing it's got I'm biased yeah right obviously yeah, yeah, i'm biased true. remax is the only place i've ever been mm-hmm. um and stats can be whatever you make stats look like to <laughs> yeah. be right yeah. we all know that um, but historically, Remax sells more homes per year than any other brokerage. Okay. Wor- worldwide. Yeah. Right. Worldwide. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think they were the first company last year to ever sell over two billion with a B billion dollars worth of real estate in a single year. So. Sotheby's didn't do fair. that with one house. Yeah, probably not with one house. No. Uh, so yeah, real you know, Remax sells their fair share of homes. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, to that end, what's so, so, say I just got my license and I'm going and interviewing some brokers? What are questions you should ask a potential broker? I think it's you know, um, do you have any different technology platforms that you guys utilize? Right, mm-hmm. like that KV Core be a technology yeah. platform, right? Yeah. Um, what kind of marketing Mm -hmm. is available? Like we just talked about, um, what level of accessibility do I have? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, to you specifically, the broker, uh, do I have to be on a team? Uh, can I be individual? Um, what are the, do you have expectations of how often I'm at the office? Um, I, I'm at the office a little bit. I don't spend a ton of time in the office. There's only, I mean, there's, there's only so much you can do at the office, right? There's only so much you can help people while you're in the office versus being like out showing houses and out meeting with people. Your home Wi-Fi is probably a lot better too. Uh, I don't, I I, actually, mine's kind of, mine kind of sucks. Our office Wi-Fi was terrible. Mine kind of sucks. I think it's better but yeah. Uh, Or AT&T. But, um, so yeah, uh, expectations um you know 
Do they have training? What kind yeah. of training do they have? What do they cover at their trainings? Is it just, hey, what questions do you guys have today? And like yeah. that's what you cover, right? And there's yeah. okay if that's some of it, but there should be a point to the training yeah. and then open up for questions. That'd be like us sitting down here and going, starting the cameras and going, uh, all right, so what do, I don't know, what are we talking about today? Yeah. Right? Like there needs to be a, a general idea and then and then you can just flow from there, right? Yeah. It's fine, but. Um, because it's. Co- a, commission splits. Yeah. Let's talk commission splits, yeah. right? Like that is a big part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are um, companies out there that take, 50%, right, um, of the agent's commission. So if a commission check is $10,000, the agent's getting five, Yep. right? The, the broker's keeping the other five. <laughs> um, but that that varies. I mean, I've seen stuff as high as 95%. I mean, there's some online companies that don't really have any training support or whatever, but they do 100% commission. You're, you're keeping every penny of what you made, yeah. right? Um, I don't, you're typically paying a monthly fee at those places because yeah. they have to make, I mean, it's a business. They have to make some money somewhere, yeah. right? Um, you don't get in business to, to do stuff for free, yeah. right? Um, but I think commission splits are a big part of it. If you're going to be on a team, what are those commission splits? Yeah. So let's look at, if you're at a brokerage and they take 50%, and you're on a team and they take 50%, that $10,000 commission check just went to 2,500 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Holy hell, how many houses do you have to sell now to, to equal the yeah. same thing, right? Um, and obviously, on your own, it would have been 10. And so some people are like, well, man, I'll just do it on my own. Yeah. And that's great if you can, if you're that self-starter and you're you're very uh, business mind-focused and, and, and you can get up and get things done and you don't need a ton of support and you don't need a, a ton of accountability. Um, and you're really good at marketing and you're creative and you're all those things. Um, but I think that very few agents are all of those things together, yeah. right? They might have this or that or a few of these or a few of those, uh, but very few have all of that. Um, so I would say, you know, everything's negotiable. Try to negotiate yeah. a little bit, right? Um, and then if you're on a team... What, what are those splits? And and find somebody that maybe gives a little bit more than maybe somebody else gives. Which that's a bit derivative, right? Like a, a team lead would basically be, you know, you're a broker within a broker. And so are you asking the same questions to a potential team lead as you would a yeah. broker? It's kind I'd of say. the same concept. Yeah. yeah. And again, every team lead is going to do things completely yeah. different. Yeah. I know, um, I know team leads out there that they're, Team members can't even get a hold of them. Yeah. And that's your team lead, not even, uh-huh. not even your broker, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, I'll get calls from agents on other teams going, hey, I have a question. I'm like, yeah. Where's your team lead at? Oh, I, XYZ, whatever. I'm like, yeah. Would right. it, I guess I'm interested. Would it, would it, would there be a situation where a team lead would not accept somebody who's trying to be a part of that team? Or is it just like the real estate game where I it's mean, just like, I, you got to bring them in and if they fall by the wayside, it is what it is? I think that. You're still looking for a certain particular type of person, yeah. right? Because um, you got to think, especially if you are providing training, you are providing support and accountability That's and true. accessibility, and you have, let's say, 10 agents on your team, and let's say five of them 
don't do anything, mm-hmm. they're still taking up your time that you could yeah. be devoting to these other five, True. right? Yeah. Or if you can get a group of 10, that's great. Mm-hmm. Now you can spread that out, but everyone's at least working together. Well, I guess, would you have to pay for each team member? Is there a structure where you have to pay? Um, I can only speak yeah, for me. I don't even know. I only speak for, for myself. Um, it doesn't cost me anything to have somebody on my team yeah. other than my time and stress yeah, and ideas and things like that. Yeah. Um, but that's what, what I get compensated for from them is for everything I'm able to provide to yeah, them. I got right? you. Yeah. Um, and so it doesn't, again, that's, that's just at my brokerage specifically. It doesn't cost, it doesn't cost me to have anyone on my team. Yeah. As far as I'm not paying monetarily to my broker to have a team, but that's just where I'm at. I can't, I can't speak for other brokerages and their teams. I, they might be set up differently. Yeah. They might charge their team teams X. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. So, so I guess separate from that, but in reference to something we were talking about before, is there a power dynamic where when you just got your license, you're, you're going to become a real estate agent where you almost feel like the interviewer and the broker is the interviewee. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Which I guess is more of a confidence thing if you can if you yeah. can manage to think that way. Yeah, I but. mean, we just had uh, officially seven. Uh, there might be some more people in the works, but we just had seven people come to us from a different brokerage, come to our brokerage from okay. a different brokerage. Yeah. Right? And uh, at, at one point during that whole interview process that took, a couple months, mm-hmm. uh, at least it felt like it was a couple months. At one point, there was four of them interviewing all in the same office, all at the same time with the broker, right? Oh wow! And so uh, when I found out there's me four, I called him and I was like, "Hey, do you want me to sit in on this?" Yeah. Right? Not that I'm the broker, but just to they're there interviewing you, and obviously you're expected to say certain yeah. things as the broker because you want them. But you've never interviewed four agents at a yeah. time before. That's very abnormal. You want me to sit in just to provide a different perspective, yeah. right? I don't have any skin in this game. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not coming on to join my team. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, "Man, that'd be awesome." So I mean, we sat there, and I think that meeting lasted for like two hours on a Friday night, yeah. like a Friday evening, like two hours long, just talking, making them feel comfortable, seeing if they were, seeing if our office was a good fit for them. But at the same time, you want them to be a good fit for the office too. Yeah especially from a personality standpoint, like most of the agents at our office have that abundance mindset that I mm-hmm. mentioned, right? And so we're not afraid to share ideas with other people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'll give you my, I'll give you ideas. Like yeah. it's up to you to go do them. If you don't want to do them, don't go do them. But a lot of times you get this, this mentality in, in real estate where at, at other brokers anywhere, it's like, oh, I can't share my ideas. Like, those are my ideas. If I share them, then you're mm-hmm. going to use them and you're going to get clients that I yeah. could have got, right? And so you don't get that collaboration that, that we have. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So interesting to think about just because, yeah. I mean, that's the flip side of when I was coming out of college and I interviewed with a panel of people that were looking to hire me. And yeah. now it's kind of the other way around. Yeah, with that, police department. Just, I mean, there was like a group of like six yeah. people. And so I was sitting in a chair like yeah. this. There were six people on on the other side of the table and they were all asking me questions to see if I was yeah. like, if they wanted to hire me. Yeah. Right. And this is, there's so many brokerages out there that, Hey, if, 
you know, if I'm interviewing the broker and I don't feel like it's a good fit, I don't like what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. I can go down the street and interview somebody else. Yeah. Right. That's exactly right. So, yeah. Cool. So then that's, that's just something to think about yep. for the, for the yep. potential realtors out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, uh, obviously if, you, if you're a real estate agent and, and you're thinking about getting in and you have questions and you're, I'd say in the greater Kansas city area, just because things are different MLSs have different rules and I don't know different, the rules in different States and all yeah. that stuff. But if you're here locally uh, to Kansas city or greater Kansas city area, and you're thinking about getting a real estate license and you have questions, my contact information is, uh, is in the description for podcast, uh, on the YouTube videos. It's, it's here on the video itself. Um, feel free to reach out, ask me your questions. Uh, you know, if, See if you're thinking about Remax, I'll talk to you about Remax. If uh, if you're thinking about somewhere else, I can tell you what I've heard. That's all I can do because I don't have experience there. Uh, but if you're looking to be on a team, I, let's have a conversation and, and see if you're a good fit. I'm I'm always looking to add great people onto my team. So yep, yeah. And drop us a line in the uh, podcast comments. We're always looking for new topics. Yes, fresh ideas, questions, and and topics. Yep. Give them to us and uh, we can talk about it on another, on another show. So. Yep. Give us some comments. What do you think about Jason? What he looks like? What he wears? Let's read those. A, a rematch shirt. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wore my Nick Bolton jersey today. We got Red Fridays. Ones, uh, yeah. It is Red Friday. I mean, I'm wearing red. It's yep. not Chiefs red, yeah. but red. It counts. But my Nick Bolton jersey would have been signed. So I'm just saying there is that. So Whatever. It's been a little different. Whatever. That's all right. Can't all have Nick Bolden signed <laughs> rookie jerseys. Right? No, we can't. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Until the next video. Have a great one. The Reigns Report is brought to you weekly by Juke Media. Look for episodes every Friday wherever you download podcasts, and remember to rate and subscribe for more content.